a desert planet with twin sons. His name is Boba Fett. Boba Fett? Where? I am Boba Fett. Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks Regs. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and welcome to our fourth Book of Boba Fett review and breakdown. Let's not waste any time and dive straight into I Have Spoken. I Have Spoken. So as usual, we're going to be starting out with our non-spoiler review, followed by a full spoiler breakdown and review, and then ending with some theories about what we're going to be seeing from the show moving forward so as far as my non-spoiler review goes for episode four of the book of boba fett the gathering storm what i have to say is we're back this episode starts a bit slow but picks up big time it's got me so very pumped for the rest of the show and very pleased with how the characters are being handled we're starting to pick up steam and i can't wait to see where we end up that's about all I feel like I can say without spoiling anything. So if you don't want any spoilers, then go ahead and stop listening right now until you've um, finished up watching, and then this will still be here whenever you're done. So spoiler warning, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Okay, let's go. So the first thing I have to talk about is the flashbacks, and that makes up a solid half to two-thirds of this episode. It's a pretty solid, significant amount. But we got some awesome clarity on what happened with Slave 1 and uh, how Boba came to be with Fennec. And this also gives us a bit of... It kind of gives us a timetable for how long he was with the Tuscans. He was with the Tuscans for basically the full five years between Return of the Jedi and... Um, between Return of the Jedi and, and The Mandalorian. And you, we don't necessarily know how long he was by himself, but it stands to reason that it wasn't too, too long. So anyways, that, that was rather interesting. We also got some nice insight into the existing connection between Boba and the Power Rangers. We see him take Fennec to... it kind It's almost like a tattoo shop, but for cybernetic enhancements, and that's how he saves her. So... I mean, that's something. I like that the other Power Rangers weren't in this episode. That kind of that made things better. The beginning dragged on for a bit, but it wasn't like bad. It was just like, kind of like, okay, let's, let's, let's keep going. But it was really awesome to see Boba literally annihilate the Speeder Gang. That whole sequence with them breaking into uh, Jabba's palace was, or I guess Bib Fortuna's palace was pretty cool. Could have done with or without it, but it was still, it was awesome to see him back behind the gun of the slave one. Um, oh, also, there's like a little bunny droid. Uh, that it makes a couple appearances in this episode, but it's a, it's called the Bunny Bot, uh, colloquially by by the Lucasfilm Animation Department. And uh, we've only really seen those in the Clone Wars, and so to see that brought to live action was was pretty awesome. He's a little guy that kind of scampers around the kitchen, and Boba's trying to get him and stuff. Um, but 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 that was pretty cool. Um. But anyways, I loved seeing Boba just destroy the biker gang without remorse. I loved the, the justice for the Tuscans. And uh, insight into why Boba wants to be a crime lord makes me very excited for what's to come because it's essentially like a, it's our turn for the bounty hunters. And I'm really thinking that that might be an indication of who's going to be coming into the show down the line. Um, so that's that's very exciting. 
Uh, I'm excited to see what other scores he has to settle because he said scores, plural. And so I don't know if that was just like the Sand Riders and then also the um, the, the Sarlacc, I guess. But, but I don't know. I feel like he might have some other... Uh, some other scores that he might want to uh, to settle a bit. So I'm, I'm kind of excited. It makes me think these flashbacks may not be over. The bit with the Sarlacc was really, really interesting. Um, the Sarlacc was an awesome jump scare. I honestly thought that um, the Sarlacc was dead. I just figured since the arms were kind of limp, but I guess it's kind of like almost playing possum. It's kind of like a Venus flytrap where it's it almost it appears to not be like a dangerous predator it like it's very unassuming and it kind of like lies dormant until uh it it needs to strike but the seismic charge into the sarlacc was awesome if you don't know this the seismic charge is that blue ringed uh weapon that's like the bomb that the sarlacc swallowed you see it used in mando and in uh attack of the clones one of the coolest weapons in star wars and i was so pumped to see that um and we, but this is why earlier I said that I don't think that the flashbacks are over because I think they, they honestly might be because, uh, I don't know. Boba did say he has scores to settle. So he did it with the Nikto Sand Riders. He got his armor back and he killed Bib Fortuna. So I guess that that might be all that he has to do. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, I still feel like, so... Early on, I said that I thought that the Book of Boba Fett is like a hit list that he has, but the Book of Boba Fett honestly might just be the story of Boba Fett. And so I'm not entirely sure, but we end this flashback with where we see Boba at the end of Mando Season 2 in that post credit scene, and then also he's fully healed after that, so maybe there aren't any more flashbacks because he won't be going into Bacta anymore. I don't know. I wouldn't mind if there were no more flashbacks. I kind of want to spend more time in the present day. But at the same time, the flashbacks have been pretty interesting. So I guess it depends on what they do with them. I guess we, we could get more whenever he's just sleeping. But I'm not entirely sure. But that being said, Boba is back. And I this is going a little bit back into the flashbacks. I find it interesting that he doesn't remember having his armor whenever he exited the Sarlacc pit. He was probably just delirious after escaping and didn't remember exactly how it happened. But I thought that that was kind of strange. Also, his armor is officially Beskar, which is interesting and a bit of a head-scratcher due to the fact that he has a dent in it. Beskar is supposed to be pretty indestructible and undentable. So in the past, it's always been Durasteel. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a little more information. Maybe it's not pure Beskar, but at the same time, it is technically officially Beskar. Like I said before, he's officially done healing uh, from the Sarlacc and his time in the Dune scene. I think he's absolutely ready to kick butt. I'm really, really excited uh, to see him kind of go wild on some folks. Um, we got some more Black Chrysanthemum action, and this is what I wanted to see from such a brutal character. I say that like I've been anticipating seeing him on the big screen. I, I, I don't know too much about him, but I was I was ready to be a little skeptical if he spared the Trandoshan because of Garza's offer, but they didn't disappoint. I love that he just went ahead and was like, okay, I'm going to tear his arms off anyways. Um, 
And I loved seeing his hate for the Trandoshans on screen. For backstory, Trandoshans and Wookiees have pretty solid animosity for each other. Trandoshans, who are the the lizard people that that uh, Bosk is the same species of, and they're the ones that were like gambling in the sanctuary. The Trandoshans hunt Wookiees for their pelt and then also sell them into slavery. And Wookiees, understandably, don't like that. Um, so they tend to kill or otherwise dismember any Trandoshans that they encounter. Uh, and Trandoshans can grow their limbs back because they're reptilian. Um, but Chrysanthemum went as far as to use a fellow Wookiee as bait to lure a group of Trandoshans in for the kill. Um, and that, that meaning that Chrysanthemum was going to kill them. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to see him working with Boba. And I'm, I'm very excited to see who else will join. The dinner scene. I liked that Boba didn't just roll over for the Trandoshans, Aqualish, and Klaatuanians. I think that, that was a good touch, that he wasn't just ceding things to them. He was just kind of like, okay, if y'all don't want to help, I'm still going to be doing my thing, but these are my demands. I thought that that was good. The show, is, is it's, it's getting good, guys. It's getting good. He felt m- far more assertive and sure of himself. And then the Rancor was an awesome, awesome addition that he was literally reaching through the little great thing. Like, that's wild, and I'm really excited to see more of that in his relationship with Boba, because we obviously see that he has a very deep connection with, with the creatures that he encounters, like with the Bantha. And so I'm really excited to see, um, see his relationship with the Rancor. And then at the very end, I, okay, full disclosure, I, I'm coming off of some classes, and I was watching this in between those two classes, because they're both in the same building. And I'm not entirely sure that I didn't go, oh, Mando, at the very end whenever I was watching it out loud. I don't know because there's no one around me, but I think I might have looking back on it. But we got the Mando theme at the very end, guys. And I don't know if y'all can hear it in my voice, but I'm smiling so big because I think Din is coming back and I would assume Boba's old bounty hunting buddies are too. And I absolutely cannot wait to see what comes next um because i mean like Fanny said you can hire muscle i'm so excited i'm so so excited uh as far as my spoiler review the beginning was a bit slow like i said but it ends uh very very well uh just with all the chrysanthemum action and then the tease for what's to come uh this show is taking big strides and my hopes are really up for some big reveals and big cameos soon and i'm really hoping that they deliver there are only three episodes left so I'm hoping for some real bangers. But that being said, I think that it's time that we dive into visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. Most of my theories remain the same. Um, I don't have too much new stuff necessarily. But um, like I said before, I think that more bounty hunters are coming because Boba said he's starting a family. And he kind of wants to do right by bounty hunters who have kind of been shafted in the past. And so he's done this sort of thing before with the Crate's Claw, where it's like a bounty hunter's guild of, on a smaller scale, where it's like a bounty hunting team, where, where they're able to take on bigger jobs because they have more of them uh, to help out. And so I think that he's bringing in Din, the Mandalorian, I think that he's bringing in Embo, Dengar, Bosk, all the freaking gang is going to be back together. I'm really, really excited. I hope that that's what happens. 
I guess we'll see. Um, I'm still hoping to see Hondo maybe. I think that there's a way that they could weave him in, especially since they kind of showed the weak ways a little bit working at Jabba's Palace. They have the prosthetics for it. I could see Dave or John making that happen. Um, I'm also hoping to see Boba go absolutely ballistic eventually. I think that we're getting there. We kind of saw that mercilessness uh, whenever he was taking out the Sand Riders and everything, and so I'm 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 really hoping to see that sort of side of Boba again because he's been a very nice guy so far, and I'm kind of hoping to see him be a less nice guy. And I think yeah yeah I think that he's been holding back a little bit, and I'm ready to see him go all out. But that being said, I don't have too much else to say. I'm really really pleased with this episode and really excited to see where the show goes next. That being said, I don't have too much else to say. Um, remember to go check out my Instagram page. I'm on day 19 of uh, my 31-day Star Wars challenge. We're, we're nearing the end, so go ahead and check that out. Today's post is about uh, the favorite Legends storylines of mine, and so go ahead and check that out if you're interested in that. Drop a comment if you so choose. And yeah, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Next episode is episode 66, if that's any indication of what the, uh, the subject matter is going to be. So, um, so stay tuned for that next Monday. That's about all that I have. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Twin Sun Talks. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Twin Sun Talks Podcast. And uh, follow us on streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just look up Twin Sun Talks. That's about all. You've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.